0: Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. So, before we get into the episode, I wanted to mention that I heard your requests. A lot of you said that. You were interested in my new moon and full moon restorative rituals, but you were not interested in practicing yoga with me during the week. So, I heard you, I get it. We started something new in Online Yoga Club. It's called the Moon Membership. And you can join me monthly for the new moon and the full moon restorative rituals and also get a guided meditation each month for the planetary season that we are in. If you were interested in joining me for those new moon and full moon rituals and getting a guided meditation each season, the moon membership is perfect for you. It's a great way for you to develop a relationship with the moon cycle. So I hope you'll join us. You can head over to my website, veronicaparetti.com slash moon membership, and I will link it up in the show notes below. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and we are coming off the sun conjunct Neptune last Sunday on March 13th it is pretty foggy out there in the energetic sphere so while we're having beautiful weather at least here in new york we're getting the first taste of spring the energy is foggy it's unclear it is really tiring for many of us because we have so many planets in pisces now last weekend when we had the sun meet neptune it really amplified all of that Piscean energy we were already feeling. And we're going to have that lingering throughout the week as we move toward the full moon in Virgo. So this is the last week of Pisces season. And this is a pretty big week because we're going to have the full moon in Virgo to really cap out the Pisces season. And two days later, we're going to move into spring and Aries season will begin. So This week, if you are feeling a little bit out of sorts, it is totally the energy in the sky. I was just on the phone with one of my dear friends, and we were both talking about how the changing of the clocks, daylight savings time, really is messing with us this week in a way that we haven't noticed it messing with our sleep cycle before, or at least not this intensely. And I think it's probably because of all of the Pisces activity, because Pisces is the sign that is associated with sleep. And Pisces co-rulers, Jupiter and Neptune are currently co-present in that sign. And the sun just finished up meeting up with both of them within one week period. So of course, we're feeling the desire to sleep. We're feeling the desire to meditate. I'm finding it very easy to be still. I'm finding it really easy to sit down, drop into my meditation. There's a lot of peace that is accessible to us. And that is a beautiful thing. But we live in a society and a world that is obsessed with productivity. So if like me, you don't feel productive this week, it's okay. I keep telling myself it's okay to rest. You need rest. It's okay to do floor lying sessions. It's what I call it when i get on my yoga mat, lie in constructive rest, maybe put on some calm music, maybe not, and do nothing, barely move. I call that a floor-lying session because it's not exactly yoga, but it's actually completely yoga. Because of course, the goal of yoga is to calm the waves of the mind so that you can be fully immersed in the present moment. Because most of the time, Our mind is pulling us into the past or the future. And the only place to access peace is by being in the present. So, of course, lying on your floor, doing nothing, is absolutely the essence of yoga. And this week, in this time of year, it makes it easier to be still and content in the present because there is so much. Piscean energy encouraging us to do that. That's exactly what we should be doing. We should be resting. But of course, it's hard to rest when you get the messages from social media, or your email is going off, or you have obligations that you have to take care of. So on one hand, I'm loving this energy. On the other hand, it is challenging to get things done. And we have to let ourselves off the hook. Now, the full moon in Virgo is going to bring our feet back down to Earth. So Pisces actually rules the feet. And I've always thought that was really funny because Pisces is so ethereal. It is the sign that is most associated with the subconscious and collective consciousness, the things that are really outside of our grasp and really outside of what the mind can intellectually make sense of. But of course, Pisces rules the feet because people who have a lot of Pisces in their chart need to connect with their feet to stay grounded. And Virgo, the sign opposite of Pisces, is an earth sign. It is the sign that is most associated with doing the mundane, tedious work, what we call the practice in yoga. So in yoga, you always want to show up for your practice day-to-day. That's the Virgo archetype. Most yoga teachers you will find have some Virgo in their chart because they like the day-to-day practice element, right? But showing up for the practice when it's mundane, when it's tedious. That's what actually supports you in being able to reach those moments of enlightenment, those moments of contentment, those moments of peace in the present moment, because you're training yourself to stay present to the here and now. So the Virgo part is the mundane stuff. It's the putting the time aside and putting it on your calendar and showing up for class or showing up on your mat or showing up on your meditation cushion. That is not exciting. And the Pisces stuff is allowing yourself to be taken to that place where you experience some sense of illumination. So when these signs work together, we're actually able to make our dreams reality. Because Virgo brings the dose of reality we need. Pisces, of course, brings the dreams, the fantasy, the imagination. So we get a dose of reality to add to our fantasy this week, two days before the spring equinox. And I'm really loving this full moon, not only because my moon is in Virgo. So of course, I love this full moon. But because there's a mystic rectangle involved, the moon reflects the light of the sun, So when they are exactly opposite one another, that is when you will have a full moon. So the full moon in Virgo, the moon and the sun are creating a mystic rectangle with the nodes of fate, the north and the south node currently in Taurus and Scorpio. This Mystic rectangle brings a resolution. There's a sense of clarity when we have a mystic rectangle in the sky. So if you have been trying to figure something out, but you can't quite figure it out because there's so much Piscean energy, including Mercury and Pisces, which means that our minds just feel like mush. This mystic rectangle might finally help you figure out whatever you've been grappling with. The full moon is also making a trine to Pluto and the sun is sextiling Pluto. That indicates to me that we are going to get the opportunity to accept the truth of what is. Sometimes the reason we're grappling with something is because we just won't accept the reality of the situation. And this full moon might help us come to terms with finally accepting what is And that can bring a lot of peace and contentment. We also have Mercury in Pisces, sextiling Uranus in Taurus, which gives us the ability to think creatively, find progressive solutions for things, find a way to create some freedom or liberation in the situation. So that might be really helpful as well. And there's another Uranus activation this week, which is Venus squaring Uranus. Now, all of these transits I'm talking about are really baked into the full moon because they're all going to be present in that full moon chart. So Venus, who is still very close to Mars, is going to square Uranus, giving us a taste of that Saturn-Uranus square we were living with for all of 2021 and the first month or so of this year. Now, Saturn-Uranus square is technically over, but they're going to come back pretty close to that square in the fall. So we're not totally done with it. This Venus square Uranus on Saturday is going to give us a little taste of what we were dealing with in 2021. Because it's Venus and she's moving forward and she's interested in creating solutions, especially on the heels of that full moon with the mystic rectangle looking to resolve things. She might help you make some changes to progress in whatever you were struggling with last year. Because it's Venus, it's going to have to do with our values, maybe our relationships, maybe our money but she's going to help you come up with some solutions so that you can move forward and continue the evolution, whatever evolution you're in. And by the way, we're all in an evolution right now because we have just been through two years of more trauma inducing experiences than many, many, many human beings have lived through. So We are all in the need of a rebirth. We are all in the process of evolving and changing. Venus will help you shake things up a bit if you're feeling like you need a new perspective, if there's some aspect of your life that needs to be liberated, that you feel maybe something is just not aligning with your values, then she's going to show you some ways to work with that. The full moon is technically on Friday. We're gonna be feeling it For most of the week, because the moon moves into Virgo on Wednesday, the full moon in Virgo occurs on Friday, the 18th of March at 3.18 a.m. Eastern time, which means that you're probably going to be asleep for it unless you're on the West Coast. Maybe you'll still be up. But either way, the moon in Virgo, once it reaches that full apex of the full moon, It's going to go void, of course, about an hour later and then slide into Libra at 726 a.m. Eastern time, which means that most of us won't be doing our full moon rituals until the moon is actually in Libra, which is totally okay. That happens a lot. So I recommend doing full moon rituals after the full moon has occurred, if you can. If you're releasing blocks or letting go of things, you want to do that once the moon starts to wane. We will be doing our full moon restorative ritual with my yoga students and online yoga club and the moon membership on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to join me for that, you can always join the moon membership or online yoga club, and those links are in the show notes. So I am excited about this full moon because I think it'll bring us the ability to bring some reality and some practicality to the dreams that we've been envisioning this Pisces season. It will also help us resolve some things that maybe have been bothering us. It gives us an incredible opportunity to release and let go and purge and prepare for the spring, for the rebirth. Because on Sunday, the sun moves into Aries. So at 1133 AM Eastern time on Sunday, we have the spring equinox, which means the sun moves into the sign of Aries. It is the first sign of the zodiac. So you know what that means? It is the zodiacal new year. So Sunday, a new year begins as far as those of us concerned with astrology. So you have the opportunity to shake off whatever has not gone right in 2022. Thus far, you have the opportunity to release any of the stuff that has been bothering you or weighing you down that full moon and Virgo is coming in right at the end of the zodiacal year. Pisces is the final sign. It is perfect that that full moon and Virgo, Virgo, which is concerned with purging and letting go and clearing out and cleaning out and creating new structures and organizations to serve us. Let that go, create the structures and the organizational setups that will really support you in your next evolution, what you're working on now. So who are you now? We've all been through so much. We are all shifting and changing. This is an incredible opportunity to just sit back and say, what is no longer essential for me? Who am I now? If I get down to just the essential parts of what's important in my life? What would those top three, four, five things be? And can I let go and release the rest? I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. I noticed lately, a lot of people have been telling me that they feel like there's not enough time And that's because all the Piscean energy makes it feel like we're in some parallel universe, some vortex of energy where time feels like it doesn't exist. It's a very strange feeling. And I personally have been feeling super spacey and it can be frustrating when you don't know what's going on astrologically, right? But it also is an incredible opportunity to say what's not essential, If I feel like I don't have enough time, then what can I cut away so that I prioritize the things that are most important? And there's a book that I love called Essentialism by Gregory McKeown. And the thing I love about that book is that it really aligns with my Moon and Virgo ideals of only prioritizing what's essential. And once you identify what's essential, it makes it really easy to say no to a lot of things. So, As we move into a new zodiacal year, as we enter Aries season on Sunday, we have a fresh start. We have a rebirth. Easter is coming. This is a holy season where we remember our connection to God for a lot of us that are religious. And for those of us that aren't, there is this wonderment, this awe-inspiring moment where we see the tulips starting to come up from the ground. Already we're seeing the green shoots come up in front of my apartment here in New York. So there's the ground sprouting new life, seeing the flowers bloom, seeing life literally reborn in front of us. For those of us at least who live in places that are experiencing spring, of course. So allow the rebirth that you literally see in nature, even if it's not happening where you live. You can, of course, go on Instagram. I'm sure I will be posting lots of pictures in Central Park once the cherry blossoms come. That's my favorite time of year. Once you actually see life coming back to the trees, it's an inspiration to come back to yourself. It's an inspiration to come back to the core, the essential part of who you are. And after another year, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, still we're in it. It is a really good time to say, who am I now? What's important to me now? What's essential? What can I let go of? What's to be prioritized? And let yourself let go of the rest. After the full moon, And our spring equinox on Monday, we'll get a nice little gift from the gods when Mercury joins Jupiter. So they are both in Pisces. They'll meet at 18 degrees Pisces on March 21st. And this is a time where the fantasies, the vision, the dreams, the imagination will be expanded because Jupiter expands whatever it touches. It also brings us in anticipation and excitement and optimism. So don't be scared that that full moon in Virgo is going to rain on your parade and give you this dose of reality amidst all of the dreamy fun stuff you're experiencing if you're enjoying this season. There's still a lot of Pisces energy. So when Mercury is in Pisces, it's not necessarily going to be interested in in the data entry and the grammar checks. It is much more interested in the creativity, the flow of being one with the muse. If you're writing, it can be really helpful to just drop into your writing. As I said earlier, I'm finding it really easy to drop into my meditations. If you can find something where your mind can enter the flow and not necessarily be jumping from thing to thing, that's going to be very helpful. You really want to pick one thing and allow yourself to go deep with it. That is going to be the best way to use this energy. So when Mercury meets Jupiter on Monday, you might have some expansive ideas that you want to follow as we move into the new zodiacal year. So the themes for this week are you are Putting the steps on paper with the full moon in Virgo. That mystic rectangle in the full moon chart is really helping you take the dream, take the problem, and find the solutions that are going to help you resolve the issue or find the steps that will help you get to the end result. So I think of this like Pisces is the magic maker. But if you've ever watched any really good witch movie, you know that when the witch is coming up with the spell, creating the magic, there's a recipe. Virgo gives you the recipe. It's telling you what things to put in the pot so that you can make the spell and create the magic. So that's what you want to think about with this full moon. What practical things do you need to do To make the magic happen. This is a dose of reality amidst the fantasy, but don't worry. We still got a lot of Pisces energy. So you're still going to be deep in the realm of imagination for the next few weeks, even though we will be moving into Aries season. The full moon will also help you decide what's essential and you want to allow yourself to let go of the rest. Whatever is non-essential, let it go. Don't apologize for it. And finally, as we move into the season of Aries, as we experience the spring equinox on Sunday, the two days of the year, the fall equinox and the spring equinox, when the light is even, we are experiencing that moment of absolute equanimity. Come back to who you are on the most essential level. Who am I now? You have been through so much. We all have been. So take a few moments to reflect on what is essential to you at this moment? What must be prioritized? And what can you release as you are reborn into this new zodiacal year? If you would like to join me for the full moon in Virgo restorative ritual on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, you can join online yoga club or my brand new moon membership, which is basically like a light version of online yoga club. Just go to veronicaparetti.com slash moon membership if you're interested in that. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.